0: This is the Man in a Room Podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? Do you know, something happened to me, and it was one of those moments where it was like, da, so close to being cool, but it wasn't. So I've always carried, or well, I say carried, I've always pretty much had a wristwatch on of some description. I used to have this really nice wristwatch, actually, that was um, really accurate. Like, it would see what the, it would check the time against the some sort of radio frequency, a bit of like one in the morning, and it would sort of check and see... If it was still accurate. And so basically every day it would be, it would reset itself to the literally the millisecond that it was exactly right. And the amount of times I had arguments with people about my clock being wrong, I was like, well, it's not wrong. You can ring up the talking clock right now and that would be accurate. You know, this is, the, this is, you could literally run a train with this watch. In fact, I've been sitting on trains and we're like, look, five, four, three, two, one. And then we pull out. I was like, see, I told you. Anyway. <clears throat> That work. That watch broke, and I have to use this other watch, which is not as accurate. But then I realised that maybe being a few seconds out isn't that important. You know, if it's a minute or so out, then you've got really issues. But a few seconds here and there, not really a big deal. But anyway, um, one of the things that I quite like about wearing a digital watch is when I see like numbers like just appear. I was like, you know, that's how watches work. No, I miss. I like if I look down my watch and it will be like eleven, eleven. Uh, in the morning, and be like, then I'd sort of stand there and be like, okay, wait for the 11 seconds, be like, yes, 11, 11, 11, yes. Um, I don't sort of, I'm obsessed with that, but it's something that I do tend to notice. Um, there are a few other ones that I really like as well. I like one of they're all in sequence. And so the other day, um I looked down at my watch and it said 12.34, I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, but then it said 57 so I said one, two, three, four, five, seven. I was like, come on. And naturally I looked down at my watch and I missed it by one second. One second. I missed one, two, three, four, five, six. The most numbers you can see in sequence on a, on a watch, or well, at least the watch that I have. And I was like, oh, come on. That's not cool. But yeah, I thought it would make a, an interesting title for the episode. So there you go. Um, so anyway, um, do you know, there's actually uh, something I actually want to talk about. There was this, uh, years ago, um, I was going for a bit of a, bit of a, a bad spell really. And so I remember like I, I, I left my job and obviously I had a, a, a my relationship broke down with a, with a partner and so I just felt crappy and all that kind of stuff. And sort of, there was very little glimpses of sort of happiness at that time. And, um, you know, mental breakdowns are difficult to deal with. But I remember the first time that I, I felt like something's sort of like, oh, well, wow, that's really cool. Um I was cycling to my new job, which was um, not as many hours and less secure than the job I left. And, uh, you know, so I'm going through the ringer on that one. And um I had an ice cream van in the background, just an ice cream van. And that's not really much to report, really. I mean, I live near the seaside, so it's very likely I'm going to be hearing any sort of uh, ice cream van and all that kind of stuff. And I noticed that it was playing a theme. It, was, it wasn't playing like the, dun 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 all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like playing um the normal tunes. It was playing a contemporary song, you know, a contemporary song. That is obviously from the '80s, but it's still a contemporary song that you wouldn't usually expect to be in uh, the the you know the repertoire of an ice cream band, and it was playing the A Team, and I was like, "What?" So I was riding my bike and I had this ice cream version of. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is amazing! So I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I was like, yes! I, I remember I just sort of shouting out, yes, sort of like punching in the air and sort of really getting into it and all that kind of stuff. Like, so this is a, today's a good day. The ice cream van that sounds like the A Team. This is fantastic, you know. And I thought it was just one of those chance encounters where I happened to be the right place at the right time to hear this random person with their A Team um, based ice cream van I don't know if it's actually if it looks like the A-team van because that'd been pretty cool imagine like a, a massive ice cream van looking like the A-team van I've never watched the A-team I'm fully aware of the theme tune of it and you know it's got a, quite a lot of fans of the shows even to this day you know we all know about B.A. Barakas Mr. T. Um, I think is it B.A. I think Mr. T is the actor and B.A. Barakas is the character or B. A. Barakas is the actor, and Mr. T is the character. I don't actually know, but there's that, um, and yeah. So that that was something that I witnessed. And, oh, this is you know this is good. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, I hear it again. It's like, oh my goodness, no way! The A team van, the the A team uh, ice cream van, is still going. <laughs> yes, it's still knocking about. This is cool. I'm happy. This, you know, that, that one little speck of light in the otherwise dark period of my life is still shining. Yes, excellent. And then a couple of weeks back, I heard. Oh wow, cool. So I've said they're doing, you know, they're doing pretty, you know, well, because, you know, I've heard them again the next day. Later that day. You da have da 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 For some reason, that's something I I just, my brain can't, you know, fathom why that does that. But anyway, so literally every day now I hear, I'm like, do you know what? That little speck of light in an otherwise dark period of my life is now tormenting me every day, multiple times a day. Like, come on! What have I done to deserve that? I don't even like ice cream that much. I mean, I don't remember the last time I actually bought an ice cream from an ice cream van, because they're always very expensive, and they're always like the. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm not casting excursions on anyone who is an ice cream person. Um, but I've always, of my understanding, they're always a little bit like, "Do you want to buy some cheap cigarettes?" You know, that's from what—that's my theory, not theory, but that's what I've always understood about ice cream vans. Obviously, selling uh, other illicit materials such as drugs as well. I've heard. Um, In fact, it's not necessarily um, just uh, one of those things you hear about. It's even part of a of the computer game Grand Theft Auto. You know, when you have to play Mister Softy or, or whatever thing that is. Then that could also be the thing that started these rumors, but you know, that's what I've always heard. Now, you, know, you want to, used to be like cheap bootleg videos. You know, oh, do you want to buy, do you, you want to buy a, a, a bootleg copy of the Care Bears movie? Cause, you know, let me know. 25 quid for uh, someone with a home video camera filming from the back of a cinema, you know. Um, I actually remember, uh, I'm sure the statute of limitations has passed. And I've bought it on DVD and Blu-ray since, so I can't think it's actually that bad. But I remember my family having access to a bootleg copy of The Jungle Book. Um, <laughs> it's weird when you think about it, isn't it? This, the whole bootlegging thing, especially back then, like you want a, you want a dodgy video. Yeah. Someone has to sit there and dub off a copy. It's not a case of literally dragging and dropping some files. It's literally like they have to sit there and record this movie. And uh, I seem to remember seeing a picture of this person's house just being literally floor to ceiling video recorders and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a different time, different time altogether. It's m- more difficult to track back then as well. I'm just saying piracy back in the day was a lot easier and a lot more difficult to detect. Not that I condone anything like that, of course, because, um, piracy is not something that you should do. Um, mainly because it's illegal. Oh, yeah, but the, the film studios, they won't miss it. They may not miss them. They may not miss the money they've, they may have lost there, but it's still the intellectual property. Anyway, it's time for higher or lower. Is it higher or is it lower? Hey, I'm sticking with it. Um, Tarot and tea, you know. Um, it might bring it back at some point. But anyway, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to shuffle some cards, and I'm going to draw five cards randomly, and we're going to try and guess. Obviously, I'm going to be the person who's going to be doing the guessing, um, uh, and we're going to basically play higher or lower. And uh, you have to like so you, have to, you have to just trust me. I'm not cheating, um, because well, there's no other way around it, really, is there? You have to trust me. All right. Okay, so gonna cut the cards pass me the scissors no i'm joking one two three four and five and whilst i do that i'm going to grab my cup of tea because um i like having a cup of tea it's usually tarot when tea isn't it so it's the portion of the show i drink a cup of tea Thompson's tea. Can't beat it. Oh, that is a nice cup of tea. You know when you make a cup of tea and it's like, oh, that is good. That's a nice one. That is nice. In fact, if you want to listen to me making that cup of tea, uh, you can support me on Patreon where you hear me actually making this cup of tea. Mmm. Delish. Right. link in the show notes if you want to do that. Anyway. Pound a month, it's not actually that bad. Anyway, stop plugging it. All right, so the first card is... Ooh, it's the Eight of Spades. I said the Eight of Spades. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Ace is, ace is low, um, and if a joker comes up, it's an automatic end, because I left the jokers in, so... Right, the Eight of Spades. The Eight of Spades. Um, middly card, so I would say... likelihood is it's going to be lower, lower than the Eight... No, second card already, and it's the nine of clubs. I've already failed. I failed. I have failed. This has been higher. Oh, no, I'm joking. Um, uh, I will continue because people are playing along at home or on the bus, on the tube, wherever they are. Okay, so higher or lo- I've already lost. I've lost. So if you said higher, you're still in the game. Right, so the next card, is it higher or lower? I would guess, if I was still playing, which I'm not, probably lower. Ooh, it's a seven. Seven of spades. Another middly card. A lot of middly cards, isn't there? These middly cards. Right, higher or lower than the seven of of spades. Middly card, I'm going to say probably higher. Ooh, the Jack of Clubs. Jack of Clubs, that's a pretty solid card there. So, if you're still in the game, you know, higher or lower than a Jack of Clubs, I think it would be safe to say lower. I would say it's probably safe to be lower, but at the same time, you never can tell with cards. You know, there's so many variants. Higher or lower than Jack of Clubs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a saucy higher. I'm not still playing, so I've got nothing to lose. I'm saying a saucy higher. Ooh, it's the, it's the Jack of Spades. It's the Jack of Spades. So we don't we don't play doubles in here, so I'm going to take the next card. Because um, we're not we're not playing uh, Bruce Forsyth's rules here. We're playing our own rules. Um, is it higher or lower than a jack of clubs? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick on my higher. Ooh, it's the four of diamonds. I had an atrocious run on that one. Um, if you managed to get through that, all the way through guessing, well done. If you didn't, better luck next time. This has been Higher or Lower. Is it higher or is it lower? Um. Anyway, I'll be back after this very, very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. So, as I mentioned before, I've had some dark periods in my life, uh, which are never fun, really. But the thing is, I like to talk about them because I want to be open with people because I think people, especially blokes, they need to be more open about what's going on in their heads Uh, because it's very simple to be all like, oh, just man up or just like, oh, it's a sign of weakness. No, it isn't. Yeah, we all go through stuff and it's good to talk about it because you know, we aren't alone in this. There are many of us around, if not I say a strong majority of us have to go through stuff like this, and most of us suffer alone. So anyway, um so I had a like I said, I had a mental breakdown a few years ago and it got to the point where I was actually referred to a counsellor uh, on the NHS. Um which was well it's it's very weird really because I didn't really know what to expect with a counsellor and all that kind of stuff because um you hear about counsellors and like you got to try and sort of basically bear your soul to them, and hopefully they'll better help you make sense or just feel better about certain things and whatnot. And uh, it's also I'm very, I'm quite a private person. I'm not as private as I used to be, but I'm a very private person, so I don't really I sort of bottle up my feelings and all that kind of stuff. And or I used to at least. Um, I'm now way more open about stuff. And I remember my first session with this guy and he was all like, oh, I'm not here to talk about your actual, um, your actual sort of things that are going on. I mean, that's really with respect, not much to do with me uh what you're going through, but I'm here to help you, uh, learn different techniques and coping mechanisms to help you with going, you know, through what you're going through. And I was like, Oh, okay. Not quite what I signed up for, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And, um, so yeah, it was a bit weird. I remember the first session as well. Um This happened a few times actually, Um but so basically, my mental breakdown was caused by a breakdown in a relationship that was a decade old, and it was. There's always a very specific moment every time I'd have this conversation with people, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay, that's oh, that's a real shame that you know you were together for so long and stuff like that." Um, Do you have any kids? And I'd be like, "No, I haven't." And I'd be like, "Oh, oh, well, okay, then don't worry about that then." Um, so just, just, you know, take your medication and hopefully you'll feel better in a in a few weeks. And it wasn't quite like that, but that's more or less what it felt like. And it's like, well, okay. So because I haven't got kids, I don't matter or my feelings on this situation don't matter. Anyway, uh, let's not get bogged down in that. Um, but yeah, um, but it's very weird though, because obviously with this counselor, I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not here to talk about myself uh, the bloke talked a heck of a lot about himself, to be fair. And I can understand why he did it. Uh, because, obviously, he's obviously gone through stuff as well. And, like, you know, it's a, um, I, I I've gone through this stuff myself, and this is how I dealt with it. And I was like, well, I'm not really here to talk about you there, mate, really. Um, you know? And it's, it's very weird, because it's just like... It, you, I had these This hour-long session with basically just, would basically be him talking about himself a heck of a lot and I was like oh okay um not too sure what I want to continue doing this because I'm feeling pretty shitty and I don't really want to hear how great you're doing mate I want to hear about how I can feel better I don't really want to hear how you've already got through it and are doing amazing you know and it's very weird though because over the years I've thought about that that gentleman because I remember he said that if he ever sort of bumped into me, he wouldn't respond or he, he would, he basically said that he'd ignore me or just give me a nod or something like that just so people don't put me and him together, you know, because obviously him being a counsellor and like getting help with mental health is like a not a sign of weakness per se. It's like, I'm not embarrassed about it. Not at all. Why would I be embarrassed about it? And the reason why I bring all this up is because I, I did actually bump into him and he did what he said he was going to, this is years later by the way, and he completely ignored me. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, Still doing that then. I thought, thought, "Is it actually him?" Because it has been a few years, you know. And um, yeah, are they saying? uh, Having said all of that stuff about uh, um, obviously the the method that I was being counselled with, um, it's funny because all these years later, because there was one of the things that he said really sort of I sort of tucked in the back of my brain. 'Cause I'm a very slow burner when it comes to certain info. like if someone tells me something, it sort of sits there for ages. And it, it, it can take ages to sort of just mature and blossom and flower. And I remember the dude said to me that, you know, when he's feeling really like awful and stuff, he said he makes he he basically uh goes through nostalgic things. And he said he likes watching old movies and just stuff from when he was a kid, like T V shows and all that kind of stuff. And it sort of—it's like a warm blanket. He says that he puts around himself that makes him feel a little bit better to get him out of that funk. And it was something that sort of tucked away in, in the back of my brain. And having recently gone through um, something similar uh, with an existential crisis, I thought to myself, "Well, do you know what? I'm going to embrace everything that's nostalgic." Just you know, this guy gave me this this, um, this tool. He said, "Do that, and you'll feel better." And so. Um, I dug up my Super Nintendo. I was starting to play that. Started to watch Ren and Stimpy cartoons. I started to do arts and crafts like I used to when I was at school. Um, you know, just watching old TV shows. I mean, as I've mentioned before, I've been watching like uh, the old shows, the old comedy shows, um, and all that. And just basically just listen to, oh, just basically just doing my best to be pre internet and, it genuinely worked. It genuinely worked. Like, because the way things have changed over the years is that the internet is now such at the forefront of everybody's day-to-day life. Like, my generation, you know, people my age, like born in the 80s, we were the last generation to know what it was like to not have the internet at our, at our beck and call. Cool. Like, we know what it's like. We we know that to look up information about something we' would have to genuinely go to a local library and look up information in an encyclopedia and then maybe cross-reference in a library that's what we have to do if you want to find if I want to find out information about the Beatles this is actually what I did back in the 90s because there's no other way around it you can just go on Wikipedia to find information about the Beatles I would have to basically uh, go to for find like the all their record sales I have to look up a book called, I think it's British Hit Singles or something like that, find all the information there the albums as well and then just other reference books and stuff like that and if the specific reference book that you want you have to go get that and, you know in fact, to this day I still have uh, books about the Beatles around my flat because that's what I used to use you know, that's exactly what I used to use you know so, um yeah, it's uh, you know, it the, the fact that we can look up information on the internet and stuff like that and, you know, just while away our hours looking at Facebook and Instagram and just be depressed at the life that we don't actually lead because other people are pretending this life is theirs when it's really not. It's a fake fabrication of nonsense. It's a web of lies. It's a worldwide web of lies is what it is. Um, I felt quite smart about that. The worldwide web of lies. Look at me making, making up phrases. are uh, just rolling off my tongue. I'm just being stupid. Ignore me. Um you have to forgive me, you know. This morning I had a McDonald's breakfast and I'm all like, yeah, McDonald's breakfast. I feel kinda cocky. Um But I don't feel cocky. I was just being silly. But yeah. Um So you know, just basically trying to just going back to what I was talking about, like the wrapping myself up with nostalgia, it's actually been quite nice, been able to be like, right, pre internet brain, let's go. Which is you know, since doing that, I've felt a lot better. And I recommend everybody who grew up without the internet to just embrace that, even for a few days, or just as a day. Just do your best to try and peel away the layers the internet has caused. You know, just, just sort of pick away at it. Don't look at the news sites. Don't look at the social networks. Just ignore all that stuff. Just watch a DVD. Yeah, okay, Netflix is fine, you know. There are certain things which are, which I, I find you can watch Netflix as long as it's an old TV show. You know, it's, it's silly to be like, Oh, you know, the internet's bad. It isn't bad. It isn't necessarily bad. It's a great way of, uh, getting stuff that you don't usually have access to, like YouTube, as long, as you're not sort of wasting your time there browsing something specific and all that kind of stuff, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very weird sort of, it's bumping into this guy and, because the only thing is like the only thing I can really remember him sort of uh, uh, like uh, advice that he gave me that I remember um I also remember it's like him saying like oh he goes on bike rides and listens to six music and all that kind of stuff I was like okay okay I ride my bike every day and listen to six music but it's not really helping me <laughs> um yeah I'm not having a go at the dude by the way it's like I've been a, a, a bit of a Debbie Downer on him but I'm really not I mean he has helped me and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Let's hope he's not listening to this show. I wouldn't imagine he is, but, um, if you are listening, I'm sorry. i might have to go, mate. Not at all. Don't think I am. You have helped me. So, you know, thank you. Um, anyway, I've waffled on there for uh, probably long enough. This might be a bit of a short episode. I actually don't know. I can't tell. Um, but it feels like it's a bit of a short one. So I'm sorry if it is. Anyway. I'll be back again soon for more of this stuff Uh, Thank you for joining me If you want to help support this nonsense uh, Go to patreon.com Slash man in the room Quit a month, extra bonus stuff You know, so yeah Anyway, catch you all again soon And until then, goodbye Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of In a room you've never been in For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.